Welcome to the Freedom to Coach podcast with Gemma and Makala. We're both coaches and entrepreneurs, passionate about teaching you how to set up and run your coaching business, create more time and manage your mind. Because you're changing the world one mind at a time. Hello and welcome to episode 61. My goodness, we are getting up there of the Freedom to Coach podcast. The podcast for coaches who are looking for more time and freedom in their businesses so they can keep on coaching. You've got Gemma and Michaela here with you again today. Hello, hello. And this is actually our last episode before Christmas. Oh, my goodness. Taking a bit of a break, a four-ish week break from both our podcasts, which is (laughs) very much needed because been a year yeah yes has been a year yes and even even Mick and I need a break from talking so (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) and our brains need a holiday they need some downtime to some fresh new ideas and content and stuff to share with all you guys anyway anyway (laughs) point (laughs) so today What I guess I really wanted to talk about was how you can use comparatonitis to benefit your business. (laughs) So what do I mean by comparatonitis? Please tell us. I will tell you. So this is something that I've noticed, not just with the coaches that I work with, but also like consultants and just gen, it seems to be a general service-based business provider thing where we like to follow others who do the same that we do but it's not just follow it's almost like um not obsessively maybe compulsively follow like look at all of their social media posts what are they doing sign up for all of their lead magnets you know like essentially we like to get up in everyone else's business or the business of those people who are doing what what we're doing or similar to what we're doing. Um, and it is a problem that I come across a lot with clients that I work with. And I, I always tell people, look at who else is out there and what they're doing when you're doing your market research when you very first start your business, when you're yeah. just putting on your niche, what you're going to do. So do all the work then. Absolutely. Mm. See what everyone else is doing. What are they Mm. doing well? What are they not doing well? All that stuff. And then I say, then forget they even exist. Like, let it go. (laughs) Run your own race. Do your own thing. However, very few people actually follow that advice. Yes. (laughs) I can imagine. We are, um, yes, we are beings that love to compare, aren't we? We we are. So mm. I wanted to do this episode on, okay, so people aren't going to listen to my great advice. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, how can we use the comparison to our advantage? So is everyone ready with a pen and paper? Here we go. Get it ready, people. So one thing that you can do is use your competitors and your, you know, comparing yourself with your competitors to really 
dig down and focus on your point of difference. So, you know, some people call it your point of difference. Some people call it your unique selling proposition. But basically, it's a case of what makes you different from the other coaches coaching on the similar or the same thing as you. You know, weight loss coaches is a great example. I know lots and lots of weight loss coaches and I've coached weight loss coaches. And, you know, it seems like there's lots of them, but every single one is different. So in looking at what others do, it's a really good opportunity to compare yourself to them in that, okay, so they talk about this or they use this tool in this way. How do I do it differently? Or how can I do it differently? Because, you know, it can be really helpful to, to gain insights and tips from other people in the business. Absolutely. Like I, I openly admit that there's a great tool that Corinne Crabtree teaches that I have taken and turned into a fabulous productivity tool that people absolutely love. So, you know, wh- what can you do or take or learn that you can give your own spin to and use in your own special way to make you different, to make you stand out? Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's such a good opportunity for, for branding as mm-hmm. well. You know, like if you've got a really different brand or maybe you haven't delved into amazing branding yet, you know, how can you creatively use that to Mm. be super different from your competitors? You know, maybe you have completely different colors, maybe you stand out in another way. So it's another opportunity as well to use that creativity and the design and branding to be super different. You know, and that, of course, includes words and copy. How Absolutely. is your copy different? How are you speaking is different. You yes. Know, it really is a really good opportunity in, in all, all sorts of ways. Mm, absolutely. And another thing, like, you know, I, I, for those who don't know, I am also a Clifton Strengths coach and um, part of the whole spiel that I go through when I talk about the Clifton Strengths assessment and all that sort of stuff is that the chances of you and someone else having the same top five themes of talent mm. in any order. Mm. Um, and those of you that are familiar with Clifton Strengths will know what I'm talking about. Those of you that don't, just bear with me. There's a purpose, there's a point here that I'm making. The chances of someone having the same top five um, themes of talent as you in the same order is one in 33.3 million. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. So that, you know, how many people are in the world? I don't know. I'm not a maths person. But think about that for a moment. Like yeah. that, that makes you really unique. Absolutely. And then the thing with Clifton Strengths is not all of us, you know, I, someone else could have the same top two um, themes of talent as me, but we use different components of them. So basically the point I'm trying to make is <laughs> as human beings, and there's data to back this up, we are super, super crazy different. Like we, you know, one weight loss coach is not anywhere near the same as another weight loss coach. 
So it's really about digging in to your strengths and your interests and, you know, again, using that to make you different, using that to um, set you apart from other people and life experiences as well. Mm-hmm. You know, none of us have the same life experiences. We all go through different things that shape the way we speak and do things and all of that sort of stuff. So dig in, you know. Absolutely. As a coach, use your experience, use the stuff that's happened to you and what you've overcome or all that sort of thing to add to your point of difference. Totally. Uh, and, yeah, especially with, with the story and storytelling, you, you know. Oh. No one else can. Like that is such a huge point of differentiation. No one else can have your story. Your story is yours, you know. So it, it again, comes down into branding and copy and, and things like that. Um, you know, it's it's such an advantage to to be you. <laughs> that's that's Absolutely. a weird one, isn't it? It's an advantage yeah. to be you. You heard it here first. <laughs> Just oh. in case you were wondering. In case you didn't know. So <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. So I'm a little just uh distracted myself there. But can you can you tell because so we've been talking about like us as coaches and business owners and our point of differentiation and all of that. Um, but how can our, you know, comparison comparisonitis, comparisonitis, that is not an easy word. Um, no wonder it's a made up word. <laughs> how, how can we use that to our benefit when it comes to our ideal client avatar? Can you tell us about that? Oh, I would love to. So, so again, what you can do is look at your competitors' social media or whatever mm. and have a look at the people that are engaging. Mm. You know, so look at what they're saying, what they're doing, what their story is, and the type of people that are engaging with that and that mm. they're attracting with that. Mm. And you can use that in a way of, you know, you can start to think, are they the people I want to work with? Mm. Or is that not the crowd that I want to work with? Because if the people that they're attracting that are engaging with them are not the people that you want to work with, then that like that's a pretty damn good indication that you don't want to be doing what they're doing. So it can help you get clear because, you know, sometimes we just want to do what they're doing because they're doing it and they're getting people to work with. But it's like, you know, they might want to work with young men, like men in their 20s and 30s. They might be the clients that they want to work with, whereas you want to work with women in their 50s and 60s. Mm. So, again, that's another way of helping you define who it is that you want to work with and what, I guess, what not to do, what not to say, how not to market. Oh, I like that. Absolutely. Do you know what I just thought of? Tell me. (laughs) Another benefit. Oh, my. (laughs) When, you know, now, of course, like we said, when you've done all the initial competitor analysis and all of that and we've let it go. (laughs) Theoretically. Theoretically. (laughs) Theoretically, we have let it go. But because we haven't and we're still comparing, (laughs) 
at, at what point can you then think of collaborations, right? If you've yes. got, right, if you've got other, you know, similar businesses and coaches, whatever that you're watching, why don't you reach out to them? How mm. can you use <laughs> that coach to your advantage? How can you collaborate with that business? How can you then get into their world? If you're spending all this time comparing, you may as well reach out and collaborate with them. Mm. <laughs> right? If you listen to our last episode where we spoke about marketing oh, yes. funnels, how can you share leads? How can you Amazing. work together to, you know, use their, like, you know, in this case you want someone who does have a similar ideal client avatar yeah. to you and how can yeah. you work together to share leads? Absolutely. Amazing. And I guess I'm thinking in, in what what way, right? Like what is a, you know, ethical way to approach someone and, you know, meet with them and chat and make that, you know, relationship and, and agree to collaborate, then, you know, how do you sort of, I guess, um, in this is a very long drawn out question. <laughs> So I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase it. That's how right. How do you, yeah, I guess, how do you broach that? You know, what, can you give us a couple of tips on, um, sure. yeah, sharing leads well, and how that would look like? Well, I'm just, I'm actually in my day job as a business coach, I'm working on a strategy with someone at the moment because okay. we share, we share a similar audience mm -hmm. and we're, working out how we can, um, you know, he can take on the leads yeah. and kind of move them through what he does and then pass them on to me so I can then do what I do, which kind of follows from what he does. Yeah, right. And yeah. we're working together on a strategy like, okay, so how it's kind of a, a joint funnel, you know, it's yeah, like totally. he has the. He has the first bit and then I have the second bit mm. and then we kind of work together beyond that. But that yeah. is, so the way we're doing that is it's based on the services that we each offer and the skills that we each have. So we found the way that our strengths and skills can complement each other. It's almost in a way like creating a separate business, you know, like we're thinking about how can we work together to create like this little middle road business, if, if that makes sense, to send these people through so they will then stay engaged with both of us and work with both of us over the time. Yeah, totally. So in that respect, I guess what you want is someone, you don't want someone who's who reflects exactly what you do. You want someone who complements what you do. Mm -hmm. And you really need, if you, before you approach someone, you really need to think about, A, what's in it for you, but B, what's in it for them. And then, of course, what's in it for the client because you, once you've got your little collaboration, then the marketing begins. So the Totally. And I, I'm thinking, so, you know, we've covered, obviously, you know, comparatonitis, what, I can't say the word, comparison, there is an S in there, Gemma. <laughs> Comparaton, there we go. Comparatonitis, it's a, isn't that like a leg, like a muscle thing? It's almost like compart, can, uh, 
please ignore me, continue. That <laughs> <laughs> just got way too here. hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm happens. Th- yeah. Oh, goodness. And oh. there's no wine or anything. It's like I know. afternoon. This is sad. Anyway. The afternoon, no wine, nothing. Just, yeah, episode 61. There it is. We've uh, <laughs> gone a little mad. We promise um, it's not all downhill from here. It's the end of the year. That's what it is. It is. That's what it is. It's yep. just, you know, we're, we're letting you go in a little fun episode because next year there's just bigger and better to come, of course. So what were, what were we talking about? Right. Comparison-itis. So we've covered that and what it is. And we've covered how to use that to your advantage I guess, can you tell us how to how people use it to their disadvantage? Like how is it becoming, you know, a problem and, and working against them? I Absolutely. Think that, yeah, that will be something really, um, you know, good to cover just in case you're sort of falling into this, you know, trap without realising because you can get stuck in it. You absolutely can. And there's, <laughs> yeah. a, there's a story that I tell oh, um, goody. that happened to, to two clients that I was working with both of them. Um and so, you know, it went as it so often does. They were following each other. They do very, very similar things. And the one that I was working with at the time decided they wanted to run a competition. So they did all this work. They collaborated with someone. They got prizes, set up everything, like worked out exactly how they wanted it all to run started to run a few, um, you know, teaser sort of social posts. Like, you know, we had the marketing strategy, everything. And it, it was to generate leads to, you know, get people to connect and engage yeah, um, and get into the top of the funnel. And I think it was literally, so she'd done all this work over a couple of months to get this all yeah. sorted. Yeah. And literally two days before she was launching the competition, her competitor launched something very similar. Yeah, right. And so she just went, oh, I can't do it. Everyone will think I'm copying through the whole thing out the window. No. And what do we know, Jim, that generally, like, you know, if whoever is following this other competitor of hers probably has no idea that she even exists. Absolutely. does the same thing, you know. It's like we think. Yeah. That because we follow 10 different coaches who mm-hmm. do similar things to us, that all of the people that could be looking for, say, productivity coaching, for example. Mm. So say I follow 10 different productivity coaches. We assume that all the potential leads and people looking for productivity coaches also follow mm. 10 productivity coaches. Whereas in actual fact... They probably only follow you and have no idea that the others exist. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So true. And, you know, so all of that work was absolutely thrown out the window because she was following this other person so closely. Mm. And I, like, I actually said to her, if you hadn't been following her, would you have gone ahead with it? And she's like, of course, I wouldn't have known. And I'm like, Therein lies my point, people. <laughs> it's like you just got to run your own race. You do. And yeah. this this is the argument I have for mm. do you target market research, mm-hmm. get to like climb in, out, and all over, put everyone else's businesses and what they do 
under the microscope and learn everything you can from it and then forget they exist and run your own race. Absolutely. And, you know, thinking of that, like here's here's a newsflash, pretty much no idea is a new idea anymore. You know what Very I mean? True. And, right. And the chances of that other coach planning something so similar to what this or business so similar to what this other business was doing, the chances of that happening is is high. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's X amount of ideas of for lead magnets and they just so happen to do something at, at a similar time, which was the same thing. That is totally going to happen. Like, of course. That they no idea is a new idea. Like yeah. do new ideas exist? They really don't know. So yeah, it, it it really is going to be a detriment to you if if you are comparing in that way, for sure, you know, because guess what? A lot of the marketing's the same thing. <laughs> you know what exactly. Saying? It's like it's just same thing, different packaging. Absolutely, you know. So if you think that you're going to be doing something big and massive and out there and you're not, right, but here's the thing, if you've planned it, plan (laughs) plan am i is everyone listening to that the p word that you all hate plan it strategically all of that to your ideal client Mm -hmm. to your people if you've done the wait for this other horrible shocking word research (laughs) of your business and what your clients are saying then you're doing that all right. And it doesn't matter if someone is doing the exact same thing because guess what? They're doing it for their research to target audience, for their clients, for their business, for their ideal avatar, right? And and that's the lane you stay in. Yeah. That's it. And, and they're doing it their way too. Like, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, it, the, they were similar competitions. They weren't the same. Of course they weren't. They were similar, but you know, if you probably surveyed all of the people in that industry at that time, you'd probably find 20% were running a similar competition, probably. you know. Absolutely. And like what we're saying at the start of this episode, if you've got your branding and your story and yes. your everything, it's completely different. That's yes, it, it may be the same concept, but it's completely different. So, oh, my goodness, yeah, just, just stay in your lane. <laughs> Yeah, run your own race. Run your own race. I love it. Um, yeah. So what's what's your top takeaway for today? Apart from run your own race. <laughs> that was it. Um, well, I guess if you're going to insist on following what other people in a similar industry or the same industry are doing, mm-hmm. use it to your benefit. Use the comparison to work out how you can do things better, how you can target your people better and how you can stand out from the crowd. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more about how we can give you the freedom to coach, then check out our website, www.freedomtocoach.com.au. Until next time, take care and keep on coaching.